Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 12. Say yes. Say yes to talking sex in a few action scenes mixed in. We're here tonight to talk about The Walking Dead. Yes, I couldn't even hesitate or wait on my snark. But, everyone, thank you for joining us. This is your first time joining us. Please jump into the live motherfucking chat with some of the awesome people already chatting about this episode. And if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Join the fun. Join us every week to talk about The Walking Dead right after it happens. We also have a voicemail line if you want to call in and leave a message or even try to call in at 781-990-8509. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. Tweet me at igotissuesman and find me on the street and throw shit at me with little notes that have messages about the shit you want me to talk about on the show. And I'll try to fucking remember it. Oh, golly. What an episode of The Walking Dead. But again, I'm not alone tonight. Joe Dirty Locks is working. He's, uh, he might be available on Sundays more often soon, but we've been lucky to have some awesome guest hosts this season. One is my alternate personalities and my goofiness. One is alcohol. That was a great co-host last week. And The Walking David last season. Last week's oh, huge, great, great alcohol last week. And everyone, I want to thank you all for last week's amazing time with Super Chat, with, uh, with the introduction of that, and with uh, helping me through, obviously, a difficult evening and getting shit-faced drunk and all of your donations and all of your fun. Thank you to everybody. But I, I see I fucked your intro already, Taka. I, I was just, I started to introduce you and then I'm like, eh, whatever. But one of the people I've probably podcast with or done radio shows with the longest from Dirty Issues and also just one of my best friends in the whole world, Taka J- John Riley is here with us tonight. Brohawk Riley. What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? Thank you very much for the opportunity to be your co-host this evening. It is uh, monumental and I will, I have big shoes to fill and I promise that I will not you, let you, you have bi- you have big dreadlocks to fill and you have a lot of rage you have a r- lot of rage to simulate uh, we, people were people were talking before the show uh, there was there was someone sent something out to Joe can't wait to hear you rant about tonight's episode or something to that effect so so we'll try to we'll try to simulate as much Joe rage as we possibly can and uh, and oh, I'm already packed up because I couldn't stand this episode so I'm gonna make sure that I make <laughs> Joe proud I got a lot of a lot of things to say. So. And the live chat says, and your 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 co-host this week is, has a flash hat on that makes you all right in Tim Gersh's uh, book, Analysis of Thrones. What's up, buddy? Crit says, things I learned tonight. Zombies are self-ambulatory storage devices. People <laughs> people think Judith is listening when she's taking a dump. And Glenn wasn't hiding under a dumpster in the trash. Rick was this time. Can we all agree that the Grimes family needs to stay the fuck away from deer? Yeah, didn't Rick learn anything, says Atari Dad? Didn't Rick learn anything about staying away from deer? It's just not good for his family. People get shot. Accidents happen. You know, I, I had to point out, Gone CR says, what the fuck? Is this Chester Bennington? You know, the guy from Lincoln Park, so. No, no, no. It's John C. Riley. That's right. John C. Riley. So, everybody, again, thank you huge amount for helping us to really institute Super Chat last week with a huge bang. We're going to come up with huge other promotions and different fun things that we can do without giving Joe and I alcohol poisoning. And maybe keep the alcohol poisoning show maybe once a month or something like that where we do big promotions like that and try to uh, try to see how good we can do and how drunk you can make make Joe and I. But, but again, enough. Ooh, what? play this you know have some libations and uh live stream and try to get it like a 360 camera do some crazy stuff for right here but anyway i'm sorry phil I didn't oh no that's okay king j uno asks anyone else underwhelmed that negan has only lucille two people this season 
Are you yes. are you are you disappointed? So what do you think? We haven't really had you on the show yet, Taka. And Taka does a lot of amazing work on the Dirty Issues page, which is our other uh, channel, which does a lot of alternate context, some video game stuff, some other kinds of recaps, some just straight vlog kind of stuff. So a lot of really good content and. J John's going to be doing, with myself occasionally, the Into the Badlands recap. So if people are into that show, make sure you check out John with all of that. Uh, we see Robert in the live chat. First time Robert's joining us live. He's heard awesome things. Oh, we can only fail now, Robert. We can only fucking suck if you've heard awesome things. it's it's we're, we're doomed to fail. No, Robert, thank you so much for joining. It's really all about the live motherfucking chat. You know, we're, we're just lucky motherfuckers to be up here. And thank you to everyone joining us tonight. So, so Taco, what do you you think so far of just this whole season of the walking dead i think that honestly i they they blew the load right uh straight up in the first episode it was such an anticipation and it just you, you were just on nerves and that first episode was just like an earthquake like shockwave just ruined everything and then from further down it just gets a whole lot watered down and i'm just I honestly am sick and tired. Like I like Negan half the time, but half the time I'm just so sick. He's such a cliche guy, like uh, like Snart from, uh, from Flash. I hate to quote Flash, but he's he's like he's like, huh? So you got this, huh? Oh, look at this right here. If you look right here, you can get the bullet. And he just does does this, huh? That's great. I like you. It's like. Uh, swear more get angry get like get like joe like rage bash somebody there's so many missed opportunities that he uh has not done i don't know if the walking dead is is scared about bringing it back and <laughs> triggering people but i i am very underwhelmed the fact that negan hasn't been as brutal even though i hated the first episode you gave me a taste for blood and i want to keep seeing it so uh, people in the live chat, Gon says Snart is not overused like Negan. And Tim says no talking shit about Snart, or you'll have to get one of you'll have to get no, one of you'll have to get one of these, Taka. One of these, Taka. Taka. Okay, so but this episode, just in general, to get more focused on this episode, I, I kind of liked how this episode started. I really liked that intro. It wasn't really a montage. It was like a sextage. We don't need a sextage. Even The Walking Dead has a sextage. Banging, 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 banging. Talking about some killing and banging. It it was kind of those. That part was kind of interesting. But then when we get into the episode, the episode really just could be subtitled "Talking in Sex" or just more the same. It's it's it seems to me that as much as certain moments work because I think visually The Walking Dead is definitely at in top form. I like some of the shots that they have, some of the shots of the sun and just just lingering angles, the way they kind of transitioned some stuff was kind of cool. Some of the editing stuff that they did was kind of neat. But the show itself for me, again, is just slow and uncaptivating. I just can't get into it. I don't know what it is. I'm just, I got into one scene because I am fucking not, I, I guess I, my mind just needs fast paced stuff. I guess I'm just, it's, I'm sitting up here, entertain me. And the only fucking part that enter entertained me is when, at the end, when Rick and Michonne went on their little Walker killing spree type situation. I thought that was well done. I thought that kind of, I felt fear for a second. Not that Rick was going to die. And then, no, no. No, no, no. He's not going to die when a bunch of fucking zombies start fucking tackling them or when they surround their car and just start butt fucking humping the fucking car. They just climb up the sunroof and jump over a fucking fence. Oh, no fucking problem there. What the fuck? 
That was very reminiscent of the prison. You know how they, they jumped over the barricade and they just waited and they were just like poking, poking. I was they just remember like, you know, the machete just going through the fence and just stabbing and killing all the zombies. That was the one thing I was for some reason I felt like it was a nod to the prison. It probably wasn't, but it just reminded me of that. So but uh it, it's no, I totally I'm you know what you liked the the beginning. I couldn't stand the uh the beginning because it, it was almost like someone actually casted a rom-com <laughs> inside the zombie apocalypse. Cause I'm like, oh like really you got enough time with Negan on your back getting supplies? You're really gonna be let's get away for the weekend and go get a <laughs> caravan and just sleep in and there. We'll take watches, then we'll make sweet, sweet love. It's like <laughs> and to answer your question, Al, the, the phone line should be open. You can call in at 781-990-8509 if you want to call in. Or if not, it should go to voicemail and please leave a message. Kid, I love your chat. It's amazing. <laughs> Rick is so brand new new with his killing. So many rookie mistakes. Can you just focus for one goddamn minute? My favorite scene of the episode, though, is seeing Rick try to drag the zombie out of the window of the car. I thought I thought that was really fun. I thought that was comical. I liked the tone of it. And that whole scene in general with Michonne and him, I thought that was the highlight point of the episode. And, and I guess just maybe... The show just isn't what I want it to be because a lot of people could be highly entertained by this. I, again, liked last episode a little bit better than yeah, this one. But I feel like this one had some good moments. I just feel like there was a lot of yada yelling, a lot of just talking and talking and talking. It's the talking fucking dead. And it's at, at times, and it's just a lot of excessive sh telling and not showing. And and I don't know. It, it's just it's getting to me a little bit. But I did like this episode, and again, people are people say uh, you got to call in too. Pro move, guys. I like it. Thank you, Robert. But yes, please definitely call in. Uh, I think the phone line should be turned on right now, but if not, it will go right to voicemail, and we'll play the voicemail at the end of the show. Randy's in the live motherfucking chat. Great to see. Randy and great to see everybody in the chat so much thanks to all you guys joining us this week and huge thanks to Taka for joining us to fill in for Joe's uh, big dreadlocks quick poll who does it better Rick and Michonne in the show or Rick and Andrea in the comics so which couple do you like better just from a what what couple makes most sense for you Taka Rick and Andrea Rick and Andrea straight up because they've been together since the beginning and the fact that they everything was split apart and the fact that in and Andrea inside the comic book had that attack she's got the, the Joker cuts up there they've been through there she was the person in the bell tower that shot at Negan she's so involved and she was still alive at that point I'm I'm you know I haven't gone past uh, there's a part of missing it in regards to Andrea but I do remember <laughs> that she was more of an integral part than Michonne I think that uh, you never, I don't know, it's it's kind of hard, but my votes with uh, Rick and Andrew, just because uh, that teamwork that's been since the, you know, the first couple of uh, issues of The Walking Dead. Yeah, I also think I, uh, I like I liked some of the other stuff they did with Michonne in the books as well. Uh, I, I always enjoyed her character better on the page for whatever reason. Uh, Rick sounds like Joe did last week about all the talking. Welcome to the dark side, Phil. I know last week I was trying to be all happy because I read so many comments from people told, oh, if you're not going to like the show, Phil, go fuck yourself. So I was last week I really went into it trying to trying to Good. enjoy the episode. And again tonight I kind of went in there enjoying it. And there were some, we'll get into it when we get into the recap. There were definitely some points in this episode that I really liked it. I just think there was more of the same. I think all the Rick and Michonne stuff for the most part worked for me except for a few excessive dialogue scenes and 
I don't know, it's, again, it's just, it seems like it's stretched out a little bit more the whole storyline, and a lot of this stuff is just more the same, and it could be compressed a little bit, and it's just a lot of jerking off with no finishing, with even with the Tara stuff, and we know she's gonna give that up, the Oceanside stuff, the whole episode, should I do it, should I not do it, let me talk to the baby so we can prove that the baby still exists, I don't know, we'll, we'll get all into this. Dark says, I thought Michonne was a G, she dropped the katana, never dropped the katana, and the slow motion toss back to her. <laughs> she would have got played first, I, I would have followed the fuck out. Yeah, that should have just killed her, you know, it's not a lightsaber being shot from R2-D2 into Luke Skywalker's hands. Rick just tossed a fucking katana over a bunch of zombies that somehow aren't biting people and just kind of tapping them on the shoulders. And to Michonne's hand, who grabs it, in midair, mind you, and cut some zombies. It was a cool visual like, scene. Aha, I'm just kidding. I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah, but if that if that's the kind of universe we're in, that's fine. Just define those rules a little bit better. And and I'm fine in that kind of universe. Just make the whole show like that. Go full with it. And I, I could see it being a lot of fun and being sort of satirical of itself later on in its time and maybe that's how the walking dead gets really good again by just being so self-referential and just kind of over the top that it's fun. But I don't know. I found that a little silly, and I think that's something Joe would be ranting on right now. Gone CR says, I don't care about the romantic shit. Uh, Stephanie said the same thing while watching the episode. She's like, I don't give a shit about this romantic stuff on my I, walking dead. I like Gone, that's CR. He's, uh, uh, that, that viewer's pretty awesome. So, you know, not, I agree with everything that they've said. 1998 Champion says, it's really you and an alt account typing all those things. No, the, <laughs> trip, the problems with the series now is that they have no end game. They need to point to reach. They have none. It's all filler no matter what. It's in the comics or not. No end spot. Yes, and again, the comics is something that you can kind of spin your wheels forever. The comic could last forever. A television show needs an end game. Because it's just the nature of the medium as a whole. No one knew this better than Vince Gilligan or other people that end series when they should end. And maybe even he should have ended it a season earlier, but AMC pushed him. AMC, and this is just the inside information from that with Breaking Bad. They wanted Breaking Bad to go eight seasons. I heard Vince Gilligan talk about it in a podcast. Once. They're like, we want more Breaking Bad. You can't just end it after five seasons. And the compromise was that half a season you got. So AMC is probably like to the Walking Dead people. They're just feeding off each other. No, we can go 20 seasons. No, we can go. You, you want to go 30 seasons? Tucker? We can go 30 seasons. They're, they're suffering from loss. They're going to turn into lost. Yeah. So and someone else said this. And I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but... The show's almost a victim of its own success because it does so well. I think it doesn't have to try so hard to kind of reach that end date and tell a cohesive, bigger story arc. And because of that, it spins its wheels a little bit because it goes, oh, we just need to stall this out. You know, stall, we need to make this amount of episodes a season and stall this storyline instead of just progressing it and making it the best entertaining content it could be. That's not to say it's bad. Again, people are saying, you think if it's bad, don't fucking watch it. It's not bad. It's just a little bit of wasted potential in some of these situations where there's good stuff going on. And if it was just not so wonkily edited or wonkily written in some scenarios, it could be fucking amazing. It could be dick slap fucking titty pushing amazing but instead it's just meh okay the walking dead's on this week i guess i'm gonna watch it i guess i'm gonna recap it and and that's the problem with it isn't that it's not good it's meh and it season five was really awesome first half of season six for me yep. was really awesome they've lost something since at in that middle point and i'm not sure what they need to do to get back there that's where maybe it's me taka am i wrong am i a fucking idiot here no, 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 it just seems pretty hollow itself, and it just seems like it's, like, 
I think that they're patting themselves too much on the back. Like I remember hearing an interview on the Nerdist how like, you know, the girl who's behind it, she's like, oh yeah, it's fantastic. It's like, okay, you got one crowning achievement. You have the Negan character, which you could have casted better. Um, but then what else do you have? Okay, where, in what direction do you go? How far away? It should have been John Hamm. It should have been fucking John Hamm. Fucking yeah. fucking motherfucker. Exactly. He's he's trolling us in those tax commercials when he's talking to his zombies. He's, it should have been men. I should have been fucking Negan. I'd be a lot. Okay, whatever. Uh, oh, red team review. Carvine's in here. I just got here at jerking off. No finishing. Always perfect timing. Carvine, always perfect timing. Rick Rashone seems really forced. It's awkward as hell. 1998 says both Andrew and Laurie were god awful and couldn't wait for them to bite the dust. Thank God they're both. Thank God they're both dead. All our comic spoilers allowed in the chat if it's relevant to the topic. I don't want to spill any beans. I don't, I honestly don't know how to answer that fucking question, Robert. I want to say they're okay if you preface, because it doesn't necessarily happen the same way in the comics, but just say spoiler, 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 blah, 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 blah. I wish there was a way to do spoiler tag in the live chat where, you know, you could hang over and it could be disappeared, oh, yeah. you know, like they yeah. do on IMDb or some shit like that. Uh, you definitely disagrees with me as regard, uh, in regards to Negan, but you got to think about it. Negan. Uh, John Hamm is Negan, and it's so not. He's a comedy guy. He's Madman. But just imagine that sh that that handsome face, very tall, and him just destroying and obliterating people and saying those exact lines. I feel probably would have made a better impact because Negan was clean shaved. He's a very tall guy. Red Red does says Negan is fantastic. Was perfectly casted. You motherfucking idiots are crazy. So I, I added the you motherfucking idiots just because, just because. Uh, have you seen the uh, Negan is awesome. Google it, it's awesome. Trevor uh, Trevor should have been Negan. He did audition for Negan. I also uh, I also think Burt Chance would have been a good Negan. I think I think he does a decent job. I've liked him better in this second half of the season. My favorite stuff that he's done so far as Negan is the stuff, the voice on the radio. And I, and I liked him last episode a lot. I thought last episode was his best episode. That was my episode of the entire season it was it was mine as well and i and i have good hopes for future things that negan's gonna do on the show and i think jeffrey d morgan's an excellent actor i just i think last season last half of the season was kind of meh uh i like uh I, and king, king jay uno says the same thing i like it Atari says, Phil, uh, the issue's got off topic, but were you sober enough for the Oscar fuck up after last week's live stream? I was not sober enough for all of that. I had to get on that towards the end of uh, after everything else. And uh, what about that white supremacist guy from Sons of the Anarchy? Oh, uh, Henry Rollins. Yeah, Henry Rollins. A young Henry Rollins, Rollins would have been a good Negan as well. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I, I think it's about time. We've we've uh, wasted enough time. Oh, oh we've got a little... Uh, Let's 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 listen to our first voicemail of the night. I have a feeling I know what this is going to be all about. Let's see. Let's see what what's this voicemail say. Shut the fuck up, Taka. There you go. Shut the fuck up, Taka. You get your own. Shut the fuck up, Taka. I think I think that was sent by. Uh, in my defense, Taka, I've never seen Madman, but I'll take your word on it. It's funny. Yours. It's funny. Uh, Carmine said that, but I have just watched the first five episodes of Mad Men uh, as of this weekend. It, I was looking for a quick show, and I was. It was just kind of scrolling through, and someone that was staying at the house was like, "I want to watch an episode of Mad Men." So we. I watched a few episodes. Uh, pretty good so far. Pretty good so far. 
I'm blessed. I'm blessed that I got that. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, motherfucker. And everyone, thank you so much for, for checking out and coming to join us tonight to talk about this episode. And I think it's about time not to waste no more time with enough of this foreplay, enough of this jerking off with no finish. Here we go. Let's get into it one more time. Let's get into this. Okay, enough of that bullshit. <laughs> I don't get to go crazy on a stage that often anymore, so I need to go crazy in my own house. Pussy sitting, Al says. <laughs> What's this pussy sitting? My cat is so pissed at me right now. I'm surprised when I stuck him in my face there, I didn't get the pussy claws. <laughs> the evil claws coming out of the pussy. I just humped my drum in its ass, and I swear it bit back. It ate my fucking knee while I was doing that. I should have humped this drum. It's softer, it's a better angle. Oh, there we go. Oh, 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 he banged my fucking knee again. Motherfucker, take this, you bitch. Oh, God. People, if you're listening to the audio cast, if you download this on, on uh, iTunes or Stitcher, one of those places, you're missing out. Please join us here on YouTube Live after every episode. Fuck. Okay, let me catch my fucking breath because I'm, I'm not a shape, old fucking son of a cunt. Son of a cunt. So here we go. We open up with a great visual of lights coming all across my wood. It is sticking in my wood. And we get a good beat as Rick and Michonne are heading into a house and scoping it out. We see plates and bowls, cloths and shit, like linens and canned goods. I said, I love the music mixed with fucking. It's like music mixed with fucking. It's dun da dun music scouting out fucking. And Never go. It's nothing. I like it. I like it. I like fucking. <laughs> right, you can keep watching. Phil has been abused by my drums. I know. When the drum says no, it means no. No means yes. Stop means no with these drums. Scary motherfuckers. So uh, I, I kind of like this scene, and we'll. I know Taka didn't. Taka, you didn't enjoy this beginning at all. Too love story, emotionally, like back and forth. Too much fucking balance. You thought you were watching Fifty Shades of The Walking Dead or something like that. Just like yeah, get that shit out. So stop trying to distract me. The fact that you have no story going on right now. This is a complete filler episode. <laughs> where it's just like, oh, we're going to uh, we're gonna write something extra that's not even the storyline. And then we're going to end at the worst possible thing. So Robert says, sorry, Robert, great, great point. Yeah. Robert says, I hurt my knee while I was fucking my drum. Phil, 2017. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, but yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. It, it, this Stephanie felt almost exactly the same way you did about this scene. I don't know. I just, I kind of liked how it melted into each other just from, I like the pacing of it. And I feel like, I wanted the rest of the episode to be at the same pace, and it wouldn't have even mattered of the of the. What was that? 
wanted fucking the entire episode. Fucking the whole episode. Fucking keeps the pace, Taka. But I just well, mean, I mean, instead of like, instead of these long breaks with these long monologues of talking, it seems like since Negan's been introduced, and it's less about the actor's performance of Negan, and again, I think how the scenes are directed and how the scenes are fucking edited, because. It's just these excessively long monologues seemingly directed for the actors to take their time and stretch out the scene. So we talk, and it, at least at the beginning of this episode, everything was kind of moving at a brisk pace from, from situation to situation, where later in the episode we fall into the, so Taka, the other day you came by my house and we recorded a podcast. Wasn't it fun? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just it. It seems like it's a little too a little too much. Cosplaying couple won the ultimate fan contest. Rashawn cosplaying couple he won the ultimate fan fan contest. Uh, we send some George. My, sorry, I get distracted by the live motherfucking chat. Live chat as always distracting me. I'm constantly looking at them too because there there are some gems in there when people uh, pipe up. Atari Dad, and a bunch of other people out there. Tim Gersh. Yep, Tim Gersh, a cl- classic long long time listener. So more clearing and more gathering guns, more sex, more sex and guns, more uh, more yeah. lots of more talking shit about sex and guns, and then we get to this moment right here. A couple of days out, all we got to show her. Two guns, then cans of beans, and some football jerseys, pretty much. In the sound in Rick Grimes' voice, though, Taka, and this is just, I don't want to hear Rick Grimes this happy. I want to see him eating people's fucking faces off, Taka. He's like, oh, oh Taka, I'm so happy, John. I'm so happy. So much fucking maybe we could have found some more supplies. Yeah, huh? may, maybe you guys should t- stop sticking tab A into slot B in the dirty fucking zombie apocalypse and get to fucking finding some supplies, dumb shits. Stop fucking around and get get shit done. Literally, stop fucking around and get some shit done. And I know, yeah, they can get shit done and fuck, but no, they get weak. They're walking on a roof. Haven't they seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Don't they know what happens when you walk on roofs like that? You fall fucking through them, you idiots. I couldn't stand it when they came back and they just started laughing. Like, oh, that's when I was like, we're in a rom-com right now. When they just started laughing, go, oh, we just fell through a ceiling. Oh, and we fell on something. Whoa. So fucking Wiley Coyote. And then they're giggling about it. And then Rick falls off a fucking carnival attraction later. And is just like, oh, I, I hurt myself. My arm hurts. I don't know what's going on, Carl. I fell off a Ferris wheel, Carl. Looking at deer, my fair. I don't know. Fuck you. No one's allowed to laugh in the zombie apocalypse. There's nothing funny about. Yeah, that. yeah. There is no funny. This. Is, what, what show are you watching, Rick Grimes? Fuck you. Okay, so back back to where we were. So they talk some shit about needing more stuff, but are in sex glow. It's you just let your sex glow, baby. Make it all so silky smooth. Fucking mother. <laughs> so they're in sex glow and they hear something at some saviors and they're talking about fat Joe and, and how they're sad about him, whatever. So, and I, I'm kind of yada yada some of this and I yada yada my notes a lot for this particular episode. Cause it was a lot of just, no, no. yeah, it, cause you, cause exactly. <laughs> so they get back in the truck and they're looking for more stuff. And then they, they talk about how far should we go? Do we go too far? Did you, do you, do you want to go too far? How about you? Do you want to go? Should we go just a little further? How about going a little? That's yeah. too fast. You can't yeah. say it too fast. You got to draw it out. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Listen. Listen how it goes. Big. Day and a half more. Today and tomorrow. 
can come out again. I'm purposely, I'm purposely waiting. Holy shit! Holy shit! Did Al Red Sox fan just do that? Al Red Sox fan gave us $50 donation. That deserves an impromptu drum solo for Al Red Sox fan. Shout out to you, bro. Al Red Sox fan, you're a motherfucking awesome dude. Al Red Sox fan, yes, fucking my drum one more time for you. Thank you. Fuck, man. You're fucking amazing, Al Red Sox fan. Thank you so much for the super chat. And that is what super chat is. Anyone who's live in the chat and wants to know how cool it looks. And Al is a magic fucking crazy color. Al, you're the best. I gotta touch myself again inappropriately. I have to put on the Viking hat for the next, uh, as long as your super chat's on. Uh, let me put this goofy hat on. It might fall off, but. Should I put on a goofy hat? Uh, do you have a goofy hat? No, I, you're fine with Flash. Keep the Flash hat on because that's cool. One of us, one of us has to maintain their credibility, Taka, and I think it needs to be you. And and so I will shill. I'll keep this hat on as long as I can manage it. So, but the entire episode. That's what I'm gonna do. There we go. And fucking a. And yes, fucking. Uh, let's continue on in here. Thank you, Al Red Sox fan. You were fucking awesome. And yeah, lots of love to Devin. I don't know what happened. My, someone sent me a message about that earlier. I hope he his shit gets cleared up soon and YouTube stop, stops fucking with him. Lots of love goes out to Devin, and I hope I hope uh, I hope his channel is back very fucking soon. And I, our our friend uh, Devin and I and I honestly don't know. Someone just sent me something bef right before the show, so I just wanted to make sure I said something about that and uh, send fucking angry emails to YouTube to bring his ass back. Okay, so let's continue. Uh, they start. They keep driving, and they say uh, famous last words as they break away from their comfort zone. We can go just a little bit further. That's right. So, uh, so here we go. We come back in, and Rosita is is uh, is doing stitches for herself. But Tara comes around, and we've got the latest episode of Rosita being a bitch to everybody. Yay! Maybe it's her period. I don't know, <laughs> dude. And 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 Rosita, who is who. I don't know. Rosita's giving herself stitches, and Tara says, Denise showed me how to help, and uh, and they talk more shit. Tara tries to pep talk her, and Rosita's like, no, uh, no, 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 you don't know. You don't know. And Tara says, we we, we, we need to fight. <laughs> we, we will fight. We need to fight. What the hell? DJ Better says, Taka, hey now, what the fuck? Hey now. I hope Negan smashes Rosita in the head with his dick, and Los Heels is gone. We're gonna find the guns. Okay. Rosita's resting fight. bitch face. Look, it's not gonna be easy. It wasn't the last time. Holy hey. shit, Robert! 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 Can't beat up. Hey, you could just save you all fan for sure. Them. Thank you very much, Robert. Come, come you. Robert. Is that Robert. Robert. Robert is the best. Thank you very much for all your love and support. Anybody uh, out, you guys? Help with your um, we don't. We don't make you. But you do it anyway uh, for the love and uh, the support. Thank you. We, we really do appreciate that, everybody. Every Exactly. Every little bit counts and helps me do this more and more and more. So thank you so much. So Tara and her have a have a little argument about, let's get into a fight. I want to get into a fight. We got to get into a fight. When the fuck do you want to fight? Let's fight now. Let's fight later. What the hell? Let's jump up and, and play. Say later. Say, hey, hey, alligator. And so, okay, let's... And Rosita needs to get guns and <laughs> Okay, so then we go back to Rick and Michonne and she's happy to watch him sleep and it's very, very sweet. 
So, uh, hey, Lav Lav is alive in the motherfucking chat. Someone says, shut the fuck up, Taka. Yeah, we need, we need another shut the fuck up, Taka. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Taka. <laughs> Rosita definitely watched Oceanside episode. Seriously, the look on Drew's face was babyish for, I'm filling my diaper. It's really hot and wet and your nose is going to burn when you clean it up. Oh, it's disgusting in there. It's disgusting. And I have to, I'm sorry, I have to play a drum solo for you too, buddy. Ah! There you go. Okay, so we go back to Rick and Michonne, and she's happy to watch him sleep. And uh, they stop, and they have some tea. Yeah, really. That happens in the episode. They make some tea or some coffee. They had tea in The Walking Dead. Yeah, they, have some tea. They, had, they had tea time. It was tea time in The Walking Dead. So... <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> so then Michonne looks around and sneaks off and gets uh, gets her weapon, but Rick wakes uh, Rick wakes up and and she goes, "Shh, you stay in bed." And she sne- she sneaks out, but Rick comes up behind her anyways, not for fun time, but uh, they're going out and they see a deer and and Rick kind of scares scares the deer away and he goes, "Deer, I owe you a deer. Yeah, you do." And they give these this flirty back and forth. I owe you a deer. You owe me a deer. I don't want your deer. Winky, smiley, lovey-dovey shit going on. They see something and they head a direction to eventually find a fence. They tap and some walkers come out. Some well-done makeup. Another good visual of some walkers walking towards the fence. Really like this part. This is when we start to head into the part of the episode I enjoyed. And I thought the pace picked up a little bit. And it got a little bit better in this section. They find some guns. Rick says... Guns like this are why we're here. Both of them continue as they uh, slow. And then Rick says, let's go to number six. Number six. Play number six. A long time ago. Yeah. These are serious rounds. Might be serious guns here, too. The problem is this shit is predictable. We all know they're going to get the guns from Oceanside. We all know Ben is going to get killed, causing the kingdom to join. They're just waiting time. Ryan, that's what I keep saying, and you're 100 billion percent right because you agree with me. No, you're 100 billion percent right because you make an excellent point that that all of this is just stalling. This whole season, this whole season has just been stalling. And I keep saying this, when it really comes down to it, we're not going to get any fighting until next season. This is all going to be a jerk-off season. It's all going to be about what happened at the beginning, like Taka said at the beginning of this podcast. Load shot. They don't want to do anything else this season except maybe kill Rosita, Sasha, because she's going to be on Star Trek, so she's going to fucking die. Not That's not a spoiler. She's got cast as the lead on the new Star Trek series, so she's... What more do you want here? Okay, we'll kill her. Right, exactly. She's dead woman walking right now. And maybe kill Rosita too. Maybe kill one other sub-character, but none of our main, main people left. Negan's going to survive this season somehow, and we're going to have the big war shit next season. That's what... it's going to fucking happen. They're going to wait for the 100th episode. Season They're already starting to promote that, that season 8, episode 1 is the 100th episode of The Walking Dead. So that's going to be a big fucking battle, and everything's going to be leading up to that point because now it's all about event watching with The Walking Dead. It's all about yada, 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 some shit happens. We're not going to get the hype week to week because they're still getting the ratings. We're not going to get the hype week to week that we used to, so we have to lead up to these big events. So all of this is just the uh, 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 for huge fucking explosion of soda. Uh, don't get your mind out of the gutter. Fucking shaking up that soda can until an explosion's actually going to fucking happen. I'm telling you, man, they're really, really trying to, they're swinging for the fences and they're trying to be like Game of Thrones. They're trying to do that formula to be like, man, their last season was amazing. What if we could do that? Yeah, let's try to do that. We'll just build it up and build it up to the last episode is just this huge 
soda explosion and everyone's going to be so happy that they hung on. I think that the majority of the people that actually still are hanging on to The Walking Dead, even though it's so stale, is they just don't want to miss Negan getting killed because yeah. they hate him. They they love him and they hate him. But the fact that he he destroyed so many of the best characters in the show, that they'd be like, they're, they're like jo- um, Joffrey, I almost said. They're like Ramsey. They want to see him pay. And I want to know what happened to the guys playing golf too, Al. Yeah, they didn't show it. And the uh, syndication for The Walking Dead will be interesting. I agree with that, Iron Throne. Ro- Robert says that means Daryl being there to try to convince King is totally pointless plotline. More pointless plotlines and jerking off. And it was just so we could get the Carol and Daryl reunion of last year and try to get that emotional hit take right there. Hey, Phil and Taka, Tim is going to replace Negan in season eight. That is going to be scary, Tim. You're going to fucking scare some motherfuckers. It's going to be amazing. Lab. I think Rick and Michonne killed him. Spoiler, Negan won't get killed. He's just going to be put maybe in Morgan Cell or something. Maybe they'll give us some bare boobs. I assume they're dead, Al. Someone please tell me what happened. And again, I have to say huge thank you to everybody, especially or especially right now to Al and to... Oh, retired nurse is in the uh, live chat right now. I think that's Kathy. Lots of love to you, Kathy. Thank you for popping in there. Follow Summer. Great to see you, my friend, too. Great to see some old friends and new friends in the live motherfucking chat tonight. Genetic Perfection, great name. I still watch The Walking Dead because I've invested so much time in it already uh, that they've got me locked in pretty much no matter what. I kind of agree with that as well, Generic. Uh, Tom says, all right, going to give this episode another try. I'm properly drunk and stoned now. I'm going to watch it again. Robert says, Daryl could hide at Hilltop. Rick and Ben asked Daryl to try to convince the king of his wasted dialogue. Plan B is for Ben to die. Ben is the deadest man ever on television. Dead... He is such dead man walking. Dead fucking walking. Digital. What's going on with Digital Alliance Space? He can't say that he can't use Super Chat or well. Go, you might need to go and activate it in your settings situation. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm like, ah, but no, 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 come on, come on, set, set it up. But I, it's, it takes a couple steps to, to, to like sign up and set for it or it might, and it's not available in every single country yet. So depending on where you're, where you're at, it may not be available, but I thank you so much. Even just the thought means a shit ton. And I'll do a little goofy dance just for the thought. Thank you. Always have a PayPal link. <laughs> yes, there's always other links. Thank you. Thank you, Taka. So uh, <laughs> thank you for not making me do the shilling there. So then we go to Rosita, who is walking around somewhere alone and heads in a house to the walker that looks like Pizza the Hut comes out and starts slashing. It's a fun scene with Rosita and where, where I kind of was hoping she was going to die right there. But instead, uh, Pizza the Hut, the walker comes out and she slashes it. Visuals are good. Good special effects. One of the better scenes. And she ends up seeing a toy gun and she's pissed. Everybody, everybody hates Rosita. Which more says, I want to compliment the actress again on playing, playing this bitch angry chip on her shoulder kind of thing right now. Very, very well. She's making me hate her and I, the show is aware of it. And because they're aware of it, it's kind of, it's okay to hate someone. A show can make me elicit any kind of emotion. And I think that's what they're going for right now. They want us to go, fuck you, Rosita. What the fuck? And laugh at her right there and go, ha ha, you got a toy gun. You fucking suck. So I, I think she's doing a decent job at playing that character. Chill, we need a Lori. 
every episode, uh, every season, right? Yeah, so, we we do need someone like that. It, it was like Honey Boo Boo's mom. I don't know who that is, but I'm just gonna say it. Actually, I, I know who Honey Boo Boo is, but I've never watched the show. I'm not gonna. I don't know who that is. I know who that is, but I've never watched the show. Zombie. That's that's her mom. It's the it's the problem with Batman versus Superman, the bad Batman. I think I'm gonna love that episode. I hate Lori. Don't change the subject, Taka. <laughs> uh, you guys in the live motherfucking chat again make this but even if the episode isn't isn't to the top of the par and even if i like being i love being able to come here and get to talk to all of you guys about it and when you need cheering up this is the, this is the place to go so thank you everyone for for helping me get into a better mood today even though i'm not even though i'm not going at quite 100 percent right now I saw an interview where Ham was telling the story about having lunch with Daryl and an old lady walked up on him and called him an asshole. Had Daryl rolling. <laughs> Mama June has been gone from completely unlikable to maybe uh, maybe fuckable after a few drinks. So to Rosita, who's also walking around some. Okay, so number seven, Rick and Michonne. Uh, they're walking on a roof that in in uh, in no way, no shape, any way possible will this rip roof that Rick and Michonne are walking on as I'm stalling to try to get to the number. In no way is it going to break. No way. Have, and I said, haven't we done this before? Isn't there another Walking Dead episode where they fall through a roof? I want to remember, but I might, could be making this up. But I know we did this in Ninja Turtles. I mentioned it before. Rick, Rick and Michonne have not seen Ninja Turtles. And we get into this scene right here. Let's see what we're going to see. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot of not dialogue there. Hey, yeah, I wonder if this roof is gonna collapse. Yeah, I wonder if this Taka. I wonder if this roof is gonna fall. All those rounds. It's been solid enough for us to walk. Let's try it. These walkers. Maybe just other people. They're still wearing their guns. Oh, Robert, that story about uh, John Hamm is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, he just couldn't remember his name, so he called him John Hamm. I love that, Robert. <laughs> So, okay, so yada, 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 sorry sorry to break up the action with trying to play some dialogue from the episode, it's just too fucking slow mov moving. Rick and Michonne look on a roof in no way it's gonna break through, having never done this before in Ninja Turtles. They speculate on what happened here, Rick thinks it was guns, so does she, they think they can clear it, Michonne says fuck it, and she shoots to hit a carnival game at a distance, and they all, and then they fall through a ceiling, and and they hear, and they laugh, because it's, because it's no big deal that they just fall. We live in a world, a couple seasons ago, where Tyrese is looking in a mirror and a, and a walker sneaks up behind him and bites him when he's distracted for a second. Rick and Michonne fall through a ceiling into a house that could very well have had walkers in every other house that we see, but not this one, lucky enough, and the sound doesn't draw them towards them, and no fucking problem. Taka, talk me off, talk me off the roof here. Did you have a problem with this roof scene? <laughs> it's because TV. It's like, why does something bad or like really stupid is all hell having a movie it's just because movie it's like they have to find it's it's also bad writing in my opinion because if you know if they can't go from point a to okay well let's do this okay so how do we work it in the story why don't we do this and it's like okay they go up there it's predictable they're they're walking around they fall down uh, but they can't transition into like you know covered it's almost like those promos in between the commercials that are so annoying like from the fear of the walking dead they're like 
oh, I can't see smoke. Oh, where's everybody? Like, no, no. Like, <laughs> apparently they fell on something soft. They're like, what are the odds? Yeah, they sold in the bed. It doesn't, and Michonne's like, fuck, this means we should have set. Yeah, we'll talk about this when we get back to the commercial break. But Michonne's like, I think this means we got to fuck on this, right? I think this is, I think it's a sign that we're doing, a, we're doing too much zombie stuff and not enough fucking. And oh, broke black man, BBM is in the live motherfucking chat. Hashtag fuck Rosita. Broke black man also says, Michonne, like, seriously, you fell for Glenn under the dumpster. Yeah, you fell for the Glenn under the dumpster trick? What the fuck? What's so hard about two, adding two to three walkers to make it more realistic? Or maybe have them hit the ground and kind of dodge them for the last second. Something to make it more dangerous. Instead, they have a comical, haha, isn't it funny we just fell through a roof like idiots, even though this happened before in season four with, thank you everyone in the live chat told me it has happened before, not to them, but other characters. But still, fuck, man. I don't know, I just found this scene kind of ridiculous. But whatever. You know Hardwick is probably going to be talking and all than talking. It was so cool, guys. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, oh my gosh. Goodness. You could just feel. You could feel the fear in that moment when they're fa uh, falling oh through God. the ceiling. It's going to be. And uh, you might get this better than I do. Corey Mitchell uh, said at this point, 914 in the episode, Rick's friends are about as useless as Goku's friends in Dragon, Dragon Ball Z now. I, I, don't, I don't quite get that, but, uh, but, but Taka, could you translate? Well, you see, Goku has all these friends outside of Vegeta, who's really his mortal enemy and the prince of all these Saiyans. But he, uh, Goku has useless friends like Krillin and Yamcha, and uh, they, they're completely pointless. I think that eventually, yeah, Krillin, probably the most useless. Oh, well, fuck you, Tata. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, I just was. I, I knew I was going to do that the whole time. I'm such an asshole. But. <laughs> sorry. So. <laughs> uh, but, but no. So, okay. I understand it. So. To a certain extent. Yeah. Oh, and people in the live chat know exactly what you, uh, what you're talking about, though. We got, uh, we got Robert knows what you're talking about. I think, uh, I think, uh, Brooke Blackman knows what you're talking about as well. Len says you're a genius. <laughs> yes, occasionally, occasionally. Okay, so and Corey Mitchell also said, Tonight in The Walking Dead, does King Ezekiel continue to tease us and give us blue balls? Are the Hilltoppers still asshats? Tune, on, tune into the show and more. You will see. Uh, shut the fuck up, Taka. Goku is a lame character. Vegeta fucking rules. You spelled it wrong, Tom himself. <laughs> a different podcast. We, tune into after the show where we talk about where we talk about uh, random bullshit. Okay, so then we come back in from the funny climax again uh, with uh, Rick and Michonne at the bottom of the pile of rubble, and they get they they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man that's like nails across a fucking chalkboard to me i'm sorry i don't want to hear that sound on the walking dead i don't want to hear this this sounds like dog shit to me i don't hear anything critch you know what i'm saying i don't hear anything are you okay yeah are you i am <clears throat> There's no crying in base, but there's no laughing in the walking dead. No, and I, I'm kidding. Some laughter is okay. I, I kind of really enjoyed the Michonne and Carl pudding moment at uh, when they had when they shared some pudding a couple of seasons ago, which was a little lighthearted. I don't mind lighthearted moments. I found this is just 
this walkers everywhere. This was a little, they were, this was sex high. And I guess this is somewhat realistic, but still not realistic that they'd be able to walk, I don't know, dirty fuckers in this world. This is it, it has to be. Uh, oh. oh, it is. It is. It's something. It's something. So we, so they're both laughing and enjoying the easy fall into a bed. And they find all the hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. It's food, glorious food. Everywhere is fucking food. They just see so much. There's all these uh, field rations and shit like that. There's the mother load of food because no one's found this place before. Negan's got so many fucking soldiers all around this area hunting things down. Other groups that are working as little fucking mules for him to get all the stuff. But somehow they missed the fucking fair or they missed the, the mil fair slash military hybrid base that has fucking field rations. But whatever. I, they found the mother load and it's food, glorious food. And uh, and Corey Mitchell says, uh, as we get a shot of walkers going through, Corey Mitchell says, they're not zombies. That's pretty much what carnies look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all alive. Gone CR says, uh, the fear of uh, the walking dead had more walkers than the original. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with the walking dead directors? I'm telling you, man, they're just, they're, they're, Stretching it out, stretching it out. It, it feels like the Massengale commercials from like what season two, season three, like out in the waterfront, and it's like Beth and her sister, just talking, or Angela and her sister, just talking about feminine products or whatever. I don't know. It's just, uh. So our next scene that we get into, I, I kind of want to play this whole scene because. I definitely love, I think, what's his name? Terry Gilliam or something? No, Terry Gilliam, someone completely different. Uh, but what is the actor that plays Father Gabriel's name? Someone in the live chat tell me. It's something. That's Gil a show, right? Yeah, he was on, he was on uh, Oz and he was also on The Wire and he's been on a lot of stuff. I really enjoy this actor and I hated him when he was a squirmy little son of a bitch. And I think he's he, he can just play such a good range of characters. And I think he's been doing, Seth Gilliam, thank you. Yeah, he's I, actually pretty good. Yeah, he's an he's an excellent excellent television actor, and I I, I love him specifically in The Wire. His Oz character annoys me a little bit. Uh, Clayton annoys me a little bit, but I really think even though he annoys the shit out of me, and I don't necessarily always like all of his characters' choices, I think the actor himself does a really great job. And I can't say, I say this a lot because I'm shitting on The Walking Dead a lot this season. The actors' performances, I have no fucking problem with any of the actors and how they play their characters. I think they're getting better and better at it because they're getting more deep shit to kind of go into and work on. But it it just doesn't work for me what I want personally in The Walking Dead. If it's working for you guys, the actors are doing a sh doing great with whatever shit they have. So Michonne drinking the expired Kool-Aid and I don't know Tim, but they sure smell like shit. I bet uh, dirty issues cash me out. If you dare send me that shit, lots of fun going on in the live chat. As I said before, if you're listening to this podcast later, as I know some of you guys do on Stitcher and iTunes and other podcast catchers, please come and check out the YouTube channel as well. So you can jump into the live chat, get your comments and questions in be awesome. Like Al Red Sox fan and some other ones of our amazing people and help out with super chat and Robert tonight that's helped us out in super chat and get your comments pinned to the top of the screen do whatever you want uh, touch me like i said throw air paper airplanes at me when i'm walking down the street with questions we'll talk about it in the show as we get through the walking dead and we've got lots more shows better call saws coming next and also ultimately of course 
Game of Thrones season seven coming up in the summer. <laughs> so let's get back into this episode as Rosita gets into Father Gabriel's face. In case you were wondering, I was out there all day and not a damn one, not a real one. Thing is, I had a gun. Oh, while we're waiting and before we play this scene, if anyone wants to call in and leave a voicemail, please do it 781-990-8509. 781-990-8509. We'll have the phone lines fixed pretty soon for an actual call-in line, but for now, voicemails, and we will play them at the end of the show or just whenever I feel like it. I wish I could I'm like, play at the end of the show, then I see it, and I'm like, I gotta play this shit now. But, but definitely leave a voicemail if anyone wants to get in their thoughts about this season in general or this episode of The Walking Dead. Shout out to Robert for that. I was awesome going to use it to kill Negan. I was ready to. And if I had done it like I planned to, Negan would be dead right now. And yeah, maybe I'd be dead too, but who gives a damn? Robert, you it's mutual. And now I have a boner reading that comment. So we have like the a, uh, a coven of boners here going on while listening to this. And now they're gone. And I'm here. Because I was stupid enough to listen to you. Unfortunately, uh, Kova, uh, I asked Joe to, but he's getting ready to go to work, so we didn't get a chance to watch the episode. Maybe we'll get lucky, but Joe will be back next week ranting and raving about The Walking Dead. And he's pretty soon working to get all Sundays off, so uh, pretty soon Joe will be with us every single week again for The Walking Dead recaps. He's really pained that he can't join us, but he will be back soon. But you were. Have a good night, love, love. And you did. You stand there telling people about their lives. Only if they come here. Like you. Right now. You don't know shit about shit. You're right. And Atari Dad says, what do you fuck you people want? You want more Negan monologues? What don't you like about this episode? And again, I, I what I don't like about this episode is that is it's not bad. And I guess I like this episode more than most for this half of the season. This is on the upper side of the episodes I, I like because it was a singular story. It wasn't trying to kind of just introduce an area or introduce people. It actually told a tale of some sort. So I, so I think it just it just kind of was it didn't it's not captivating me in the way I want it to. So I say this a lot. It might be on me. It might not, it might be my interest in The Walking Dead has waned and I just need to get used to what the show is now and fucking enjoy it or shut the fuck up, Phil. So let's get, let's get back here. I think that that was probably one of the most, I know we're talking about monologues and stuff that we could deal without, but I think that was probably one of the best moments in the episode because I normally do not like Father Gabriel's character itself, but he did do a good job. Uh, and I don't. Pretty, pretty straight on when talking about this stuff. But it just would have, should have, could have. Just sounded like she was crying. What? Maybe I do this. Maybe I do that. She don't know shit. Al Tara is a snitch bitch. Says broke. Hashtag snitch Tara. Still do. But yeah, I I agree with you, Taka. Gabriel really puts her in her place in the same way that Tara did last week by just kind of completely just being like, no. Yeah, I, I, no, it's on you. I decided to meddle. Yeah, I decided to meddle to keep you but alive. I did something I yeah. thought was right. And I knew the stakes were very high. You can certainly blame me for the fact that you have a life. But after that, what are you going to do with it? 
How are you going Hannah to in the live chat says, I was way more interested in what Rosita was doing than were shown. That's saying a lot about how cheesy their fucking scenes were. I add a fuck because I always have to add a fuck. What needs to happen? Rosita's gonna get everyone killed, says Javon. Welcome, Javon. Great to see you, buddy. Hey. And why does Taka have a magic mic half-naked torso in his room? Anything is possible until your heart stops beating. Yep. Certainly more than yelling at a fool. Okay, I'm going to host the show with this guy now. Hey, Captain America, you're looking sexy right now. But... But now, so this was a good scene. Hey, hey. oh my goodness, Taka, those abs. Those abs are amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by abs. <laughs> motherfucker, motherfucker, fuck, motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> well, live chat. The only two people of intelligence with Judith and Father Gabriel tonight. Broke, I agree with you, broke man. I agree with you. <laughs> Uh, shut the fuck up, Rosita. You missed a three-foot shot. Exactly, Rosita. You're just pissed off because you literally had a shot that somehow he caught Matrix-style in a bat. What the fuck? Taka, pose for a second and talk to the people. I have to let the cat out of the room. Taka, you're on. <laughs> yes. The evildoers. Here, yeah, I gotta make the... Uh. Evildoers, beware. And no, no, Atari Dad. I was thinking the same thing. Jay and Silent Bob, right there. I was doing. Jay, I was. I was trying to remember it word for word. There, home run. Home run broke totally. Shut the fuck up, Rosita. Please fly me down there so Tim can give Rosita a hug. Yep. Someone, someone give. Someone send Rosita to Tim so uh, so everyone can have a good time. Smoking, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers. Taka, you're such a sexy geek, says Tom himself. Actually, Rosita did a good thing. She gave the gun to a better shot. Yeah, Brooke, that was the best thing she did in her whole entire time on The Walking Dead, other than uh, other than letting Eugene watch. The best thing she did since letting Eugene watch is giving that gun and and the, and the whole dy dynamite situation. Uh, okay, so here we go. Uh, Rosita goes to talk to Gabriel. He's like, uh, we, we kind of went all over this a little bit. And uh, she gets in his face and he offers her advice. He says, uh, he uses her words back on her and uh, the stakes are high and uses some good, good, good old fashioned guilt on her. It's a well done scene. Taka said this before too. It's one, one of my favorite scenes of the episode. I thought it was done really well, mainly because of Father Gabriel. And again, I think what they're doing with the character of Rosita is pissing me off and making me hate her, but it's being executed well. It's not, it's not. I don't buy that. I don't buy her playing that character. She play, she's playing that character exceptionally well and, and making me really hate her. So way to go. <laughs> so then we yeah, go. You better than that. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? So then we go to a bunch of quick cuts of them uncovering all the field rations and then cut to them eating dinner from uh, field ration packets. Now, uh, Taka, you are you are someone that has actually uh, been in the military. Were these accurate to military field rations? Uh, yeah. Well, the labeling is different, but absolutely and stuff. Same. So it's same that. Pepper. So it's that. I'm I'm a little dumb. So it's that easy. You just have to rip it open and eat it. It's that. E it's that simple. Uh huh. What? Yeah, because uh, they don't. They they're there to stimulate or stimulate to simulate the taste of like beef brisket or whatever but yeah they're all like freeze-dried kind of stuff and maybe you add a little water to some of them and yeah it's straight up there it's like uh, if you've ever had space like astronaut ice cream that's mm. the kind of way that you know 
That's mm. Yeah, I have that. Astronaut ice cream is actually really good. Every time I, uh, I I go to the Museum of Science, I like doing that. Al Red Sox fan, thank you much so much for the donation. You were fucking awesome, man. Taking the fucking hat off as the super chat is read out, so I can let my let my let my dirty hippie hair breathe again. Love you, Al. Thank you so much for that for that amazing donation, buddy. You're amazing. Doing coke, drinking beer, drinking beers, rolling fatty, smoking blunts. Who smokes the blunts? We smoke the blunts. Who rolls the blunts? We roll them up. Fifteen bucks, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, oh, my jungle oh, love. Okay, so the quick cuts, the uncovering all the field rations and eating the packets, which actually looks quite delicious and making me want to eat some SpaghettiOs Franco-American field rations. So uh, Rick says it's good and they have a they have a little romantic dinner. So let's listen to a little bit of romantic good. dinner. <laughs> so tomorrow we go out there, we get the weapons, right? We get Jadis and her people to fight with us. We kill Negan and anyone else we have to to win. And what happens after that? Matt says, the CGI is ridiculous. All the money in the show makes and they can't make a realistic looking deer. It's like the show, char- it's like the show Charmed CGI. After that, we keep going. <laughs> Prue is like, I could have done better than that. Yeah, but... That could have made this show, yeah. uh, this scene worse is that they had, oh, wow, we found a record player. And dusting off like jazz albums, and it's like, oh god. But I, I like that she's so good. Okay, we're gonna get this. We get the money. We're gonna get the power. Get the respect. Then we're gonna get the khakis. Then we're gonna get the girls. First we get the money. Then we get the khakis. Then we get the chicks. About khakis. Yeah. Does anyone know what uh, what movie that was a reference from? Okay, so here we go. Uh, Rick says it's good they have a romantic. Come on, honey. They talk more and more and more and more, and they talk and they more and more. Should be you. They talk about how Rick should be the leader when when all this. Not me. Negan has been taken down. It's a, it's already understood. Negan's being taken down. Rick says I don't want to be. I don't want to fight the fight, Adrian. Adrian, I don't want to fight the fight. Michonne goes. Rocky, you gotta beat Apollo. You gotta fight the fight. You gotta be the leader, Rick. Rick Tatership. Rick's, I don't wanna be the leader. It's not me. It's Maggie's, Maggie's gonna be the leader. Maggie's gotta be the leader. Rick Tatership is not a democracy, as he nope. said. And, uh, oh, Apollo says, those rations also have a chemical device to heat the food. Oh, really neat. Charmed water under the Golden Gate Beach doesn't move. Yeah. And thank you. Welcome, everybody. So let me scroll over to there. Have you guys ever seen the video of the Walking Dead zombie auditions? They're pretty good. No, I ha- no, I have not. I'll definitely have to check that out at some point. Uh, my phone cut off during my call. That is okay. Broke. I'm going to play most of the fucking... I'm going to play all your message. The and- warming beers? Tom himself talks about the warming beers. What, what do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll get no, a little... I don't want to drink any warm beers. <laughs> so let's see. Oh well, yeah, here we go. We got we got broke. Let's play broke uh, broke black man's message. Hopefully this will come through good. Taka, let's listen to our good buddy broke who uh, got cut off. But if you want to call back and leave the other half, you can or explain in the live chat the end of the message. So here we go. Here is uh, here's broken. If you haven't already, definitely check out broke's channel. He does some awesome reviews of The Walking Dead. You can obviously link to him right in the live chat and check out his channel. He does some awesome reactions to a lot of shows, shows that I, I don't even talk about. Uh, so definitely check out his stuff. Really awesome dude. So uh, 
and buy him some ramen noodles too. <laughs> Get him some field rations. <laughs> so here we go. Bill, this is broke. I still don't understand what goes in the mind of the writers when they say. Oh, you mean you really got cut off? Okay, I, I did this. I did this whole big, big intro for you, and uh, okay, you mean your message really got cut off? Okay, I thought my phone line cut you off because I think there's like a three minutes it cut you off. So I was expecting like a two minute and fifty nine second message there. It's like, oh, hey, Phil, this broke, and that's what every review on Broke's channel is like. It's that. It's that succinct. But but no, definitely feel free to call back, and I'll play the message later in the show. His so. next phone call is just going to be him laughing and saying, I can't believe this. This is crazy. <laughs> so Rick also says he wants to show her the chili and mac and cheese together because that is delicious. R Rick says, oh, we got an actual call. Let's bring him in. Let's see. It's actually working. Uh, could this be? Could Is it? Could it be? Is he here? The one and only Joe Dirty Locks. Welcome to the show, Joe Dirty Locks. Hey, how you guys doing? We're doing so I am on door duty for the night, so I have a few minutes I could call in. Do it. Well, Joe, uh, why don't you just go? Why don't we why don't we give the show over to you for a few minutes, Joe? All on you. I just I gotta say there's not much more I can, I could say. It it is just more like you guys were saying at the beginning of the show, I got to catch a little bit of what you guys are talking about. And yeah, no, just all filler. If they're gonna uh, it, the whole season so far, at least the back half of this season, has been all filler. It's all very slow. I wasn't super annoyed with this episode. I had a problem with the uh, with the whole, you know, just what seemed like in the middle of all this chaos. Rick, Rick wants to take a vacation. I kind of understand it, but you know, dude, every day you're gone, Negan shows up and bashes somebody's skull in, and you want to take another day. Yeah, why not? But that's all right. Right. But that's but that's all right. And then like you guys were saying too with the sword chuck, you know, and the hiding in the dumpster. Everybody knew immediately it wasn't Rick, but it had to be the deer, you know. They're gonna make it look that way. And then he chucks her this you know, tosses her the sword that she catches. <laughs> that, I don't know. If you're gonna be that kind of show, be that kind of show, but if you're not gonna be, don't be. Just uh, I don't know. Um, wasn't completely disappointed with the episode. Uh, it wasn't an awesome episode, but I, I got a feeling if they kind of, if they, they're making this all, all this whole build up for what's going to be this epic battle, like you guys were talking about. Uh, I, I guess I heard Taka equating it a, a little bit to the Game of Thrones seasons, and and I got to say I don't think there's going to be a big battle, a big build up. I don't think you know Rosita and Tara are going to actually do what they're setting out to be able to do but you know i'm I'm kind of hoping it it sticks to what the books did a little bit and uh you know when it happens it just it kind of happens and it happens quick <laughs> you know like it, it kind of catches people off guard a little bit in the book yeah i so, i agree i, I hope that wrong. i i hope they do the same thing as well joe but for the most part this was one of your more favorite episodes of the season though no i didn't say that I just said I wasn't super annoyed with it. Uh, I, no, I, so you loved I, it. You would know it. I heard you say you loved it. You you thought it was an amazing well, episode, right? You you really liked last week's episode. I think last week's episode might have been better than this week's episode. But I got to tell you, you were too drunk to tell. Uh, <laughs> as far as like the whole season goes, the episode where they teased the boots 
the person oh boots boots that was boots, boots boots which <laughs> ended up being the garbage pail kids in general I well, hate we still think those. it still might not have been the garbage pail. They kids. did because boots 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 that it was. But I it do. Uh, I think boots 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 was the garbage pail kids. I want them to I jump. I think so too. But, of a if, but that's my favorite episode of the season so far. Uh, one day his boss says to him, "Hey Joe, are you busy?" He says, "Hell yeah, I'm busy. I'm watching Phil. Get the fuck out of my face, Joe Dirty Locks. Thank you so much for checking in from work. We know you're sneaking away on duty on a little quick 15 minute break to uh, to to, uh, to check on in here. Anything else you want to say about this episode before you leave us for the night and until you're back next week? Um, there's a lot I'd like to say, but. I it's hard for me to like remember it all and then spew it all out. That's why we need two and a half hours because as we go through shit, I think of stuff. And yeah. as we read the chat, they make me think of stuff and, you know, they egg me on and you egg me on. So it's, it's hard for me to do it this way. Yeah. Those are just a few of my, my quick thoughts that I, I wanted to. What did you think about, what did you think about the Michonne Rick uh, romance aspects of the beginning of the episode and all this sex mixed with montage love? Was it too much lovey dovey happiness for you in the walking it dead? Kind of, it kind of was, it kind of was. I absolutely thought that it was, it was extremely cheesy. It was very reminiscent of like episode two um, of a different movie series. <laughs> it didn't feel right it felt forced uh not necessarily forced between the two of them there wasn't really any chemistry between the two of them michonne obviously wants to get this shit done and get back and rick's all like but let's stay an extra day in this paradise let's go it's ski like, let's go you know, skiing the tv trope of yeah we landed on a bed of course nothing hard underneath the way taco jesus like yeah. the fuck yeah. Wow. Just wow. Super wild. Just fucking wild, Joe. So, Joe, I can't wait to have you back next week. Tuck is doing an excellent job, but, you know, I love me some Joe. So, I will talk to you next week, my friend. Well, one, one thing I do want to say about them falling, I did like uh, the subtle laugh coming from the holes. <laughs> that was about it. Oh, so you like that? I hated, I hated that subtle laugh. That pissed me off, dude. I went on a, I went on a no, you rant about it that. Went, it, it went Jeez. along with, uh, with, the way he's been laughing at all this shit lately. Fair, fair. And one last... Kind of like that, like, what? Like, and one, of course that's funny. One last we for you, Joe. We didn't die. One last for you, Joe. Uh, Marry, fuck, kill, Michonne, Maggie, Andrea. Okay. Marry. Uh, wait, who, who, Rosita? Did you no, say no, Rosita? No, 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 Rosita for you, dude. Leave Rosita alone. Don't touch. Don't do those things you want to do to Rosita. Michonne, Maggie, and Andrea, and you better kill Maggie because she's mine. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no. I, I, Andrea's, you know, the gone one. And then, um, I don't know. You gotta marry Maggie and ki and fuck Michonne. I, I mean, I think. Oh no, Michonne could. No, because both of them could protect me. Both of them could protect me. Yeah, both of them are going to be able to protect you. Both of them are strong, tough, strong women. So what it comes down to is which one's going to give you the least amount of shit on a daily. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're both pretty, they're both smart, they're both strong. So I guess that's. I mean, what? So I guess then smart, I'm marrying Michelle. I think I'm marrying. Well, I think. Like. Uh, I, I'm. Wait, per I know. I know which one you pick. Who? I know which one you pick. Do it. I marry whichever one cooks better. Fair. Maggie, you probably you probably marry Maggie because because she's uh, the farm girl, and she's fertile. No, it doesn't mean she do doesn't mean she knows how to make that. So you know, doesn't mean she knows how to cook. You know, <laughs> she knows how to milk a cow. That's a plus. 
Very true. Fun. So kill Laurie. So our Red Sox fan says, I don't care what this discussion is. Kill Laurie. That's the, that's the right answer. The right answer is kill Laurie. Hannah says, I felt like watching Carl and Enid roller skating again in, during all that situation. It was a little bit too. Right. That's, that's how I felt too. Yeah. It was like, uh, yeah. Al Red not in a safe place. To <laughs> Joe, thank you, buddy, for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a good night. You too, buddy. Yeah. Joe Dirty Locks, there he is. Well, I mean, in terms of satisfaction, Michelle's ex was black guy, I was, was an Asian guy, Maggie will be less pressure oh to follow God. up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Joe is saying there's no chemistry between Michelle because, uh, oh, no, he's not saying that, said man. Uh, <laughs> That's horrible. Uh, Michelle equals caught. Oh, well, I, 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 I have to stay away from the chat right now. It's amazing. As always, the chat's getting me into trouble. Everyone, you guys are fucking hilarious right now. So. Oh, just give Rick and Michonne a pet name, like a couple's name, Rashone. Oh my god! Everyone has to have one of those names right now. Where t- uh, Paka or something like that, uh, Taka. You and me are Paka. Uh-huh. So, uh, <laughs> marry, fuck, kill, uh, Carl, Judith, Carol. Uh, I'm marrying Carl, killing Judith, and fucking Carl because because that boy's purdy. <laughs> that boy's got a purdy mouth. That's why. So we see the moon like Majora's mask and a naked Rick looking around, thinking, contemplate, thinking, and finally falling into his own hands with the fear of the future. So back in, we see Tara looking at her stuff and playing with the baby. And uh, this is a fun scene. And let's listen to a little bit of Tara and the baby uh, because uh, I think I, I almost I'm like that they're leaning on the fact that Tara is fun. Oh, Critch! Holy shit, Critch just did it. Critch just hey, did hey, it. Hey. Oh, Critch, Critch, Critch. I gotta fuck a drum. Bam, bam, bam it. Oh, Critch. Ah, ah, ah. I don't see the door. I fuck the door. I'm a whore. Yes, I am. Yes! Those are just gonna get progressively more silly and ridiculous and dirty the more people donate. So, fucking Critch, you're amazing. Thank you so much for that super chat. You guys are incredible. And if we can keep this up, more and more podcasts I'll do, more and more fucking amazingness. So, you guys are incredible. Thank you so much. Okay, so continue. Holy shit, Sandman! 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 Ah! Yes! Yeah, yes! Just because Sandman, Sandman donated, I'm going to wear this. In oh, you world. better do that. And to life, exit my balls, and take my dick, go to never, never land. Thank you, Sandman. Amazing, guys. Thank you, both of you guys. Thank you, Critch. Thank you, Sandman. Thank you. You're so proud with this. Oh, you guys are amazing. Oh, you look fucking so, so, so uh, geek chic, Taka, right now. It's amazing. We are off to Never Never Land. So, okay, so now let's listen to Tara and the baby. Listen, baby, get in my belly, she says. Get back in my belly, baby. Do it. Do it now. Get to the chopper. Now. You want this? Yes, you want a cookie. It's not a tuma, Taka. It's not a tuma. Get to the talk. Get to the Taka. Get to the Get to the Taka now. Roman Film Productions. Yours. Someone gave it to me. Exactly. Last episode we were drinking monkeys. Today we're uh today I'm a dancing monkey. So we gotta figure out different ways for me to shit to shill in every episode. Different goofy (laughs) different goofy ways. Uh you want me to Smart chat. <laughs> exactly. We need. We need a smart chat. She put her ass on the line for me. 
she saved my life. You know, she didn't have to. But she did, that means something now, it does. It has to. If I say something. Very understandable, Tim. <laughs> Rick won't leave there without their guns. If, if we could even get close enough, they'll start firing and we'll fire back. I mean, they should just fight with us. The saviors killed their fathers and their sons and their brothers. Why is Judith the they most captivating character in the show? They just want to hide. Not opening up her mouth and talking. <sighs> so they'll just fight us. So Tara, basically talking about nothing. I don't even know why I'm playing this. I like the scene just in context, but I wish, wish it was just her saying, you know what, I'm just stalling time. Like if they had had this, again, example of if you want to go in a certain direction with The Walking Dead, I want to see them go all the way and have her completely almost break the fourth wall here and be like, what am I waiting for? Why haven't I told Rick about those other people? He needs guns. It possibly could be a bad situation, but we know everything's going to work out. So why don't I just tell Rick now? Don't you think I should tell Rick now, baby? I think you tell Rick. Let's go tell Rick. And just kind of make it so obvious that it's just stupid and they're stalling time. Like, just tell me. Just, just be, just, just show me that. I want to know the bad news. I always want to know the bad news and then deal with it after the fact. And I respect you for telling me the shit news. So, and then let's go from there and move on. So, I, I just would appreciate that in this situation with her if she was just a little bit more transparent about what the fuck's going on. Because we, we should. Uh, an option like the Walking Dead video game where it's a choose, you know, uh, you know, all the different options. Should she <laughs> not? Should she kill Rosita? Should she have a lesbian scene right now? Interact. Yes. So, this, and uh, it was funny you say that. There was one point where, where Rick and Michonne were talking about batteries, like collecting batteries. And I made a note like, what is this? The Telltale game? Judas should have told Tara, snitches get bitches. <laughs> and snitches... Or snitches get stitches, bitch. I just want to say to you that ass after she heard Tyra say it. Thank you, Al Red Sox fan. Oceanside is like the daughters of Carol. They're badasses, but they don't want to do anything but chill. Watch Drew the choke on one of those shells. Why is Rosita such a bitch? Eli says, much love to Phil and Taka. I'm out, Eli. Lots of love to you, buddy. Thanks for all the support and all the awesomeness, dude. I'll talk to you soon, Eli. Have a great night. Fuck Greg, Punkatero. Hire Phil AMC. Yeah, hire us. I, I'm not saying I'll do a good job, but I'll take the job and and try my damnedest. We'll get a we'll get a quorum. Watch, watch me pretend here. I'll get a quorum from the live motherfucking chat and the live motherfucking chat and me will write an episode. It'll be the worst thing ever. No, it'll be amazing. I'll just get together with Frank Darabont and say, you know what? Yeah. I'll be your man. Yeah. Why don't Why don't we just have Frank Darabont come back? That wouldn't be bad. I think Eli is a writer of The Walking Dead. Let's just have Eli write it. So. Why not? <laughs> So, so uh, I never learned to read or write. So Judith is talking and we've got the baby. It's lots of babies, blah, 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 blah. So then we see a, a, a walker kicking a teddy bear and we see Rick and Michonne talking and walking around. They quickly formulate a plan. Yeah, we got to take care of the ones out here. Lock that gap too so we can take the uh, this is more of a question. Hey, Phil, are you familiar with the anime Attack on Titan at all? You might enjoy it if you enjoy The Walking Dead. It's more or less like The Walking Dead meets Game of Thrones. Taka, what do you... No. I guess that's uh, 
Yeah, it's a really popular anime for everyone. But just imagine they're not zombies and uh, they're like maybe 30 feet tall and there's a wall and these guys have blades that spin around. So, um, yeah, it's absolutely exactly like Walking Dead. Phil, Tim will get you a writer job in The Walking Dead. I think I'm more akin to be a, have a, be a writer on uh, some cheesy sitcom. Uh, I think that's more my, my type of gig. <laughs> but, or just be the, in charge of uh, editing the laugh track on <laughs> something like that. I, I, I want to I set my slides low. I was waiting, I was waiting for the fuck. <laughs> I, I, if, I if I had it up talk, I would have kicked it in like, ha ah! Something, something like that, or or host a podcast about that show, you know? Like, have a, I think that's more my uh, more my situation. Oh, thank you, oh, Sandman, uh, Sandman Taka. That warms warms Taka's heart right there. He loves oh, you. He loves you better than Joe. So, uh, so there, there you go. Uh, huge hug. Let's give Taka a big hug. Thank you and welcome Taka for joining us tonight. So we see we see uh, the walkers kicking a teddy bear, and we see Rick and Michonne walking around. They formulate a plan to block a gap and cover in slow motion or do some shit. What what else? What else they say? Tim says cheesy sitcom equals The Walking Dead. Phil, don't sell yourself short. Right. Core. I could block it up. Oh, that's common analysis of Thrones. Just because Joe's coming back every week doesn't mean we can't have guests. We could shoot them, but that would call the rest from the field. This is about doing it quiet with the sword. You can handle it. So then they just get into this whole almost reminiscent of gate of uh of Lord of the Rings. Oh, Gimli, how many are you killing? I'm killing 10. How about you, Legolas? I'm killing 15. And they go back and forth. You kill eight. And, they ha and Rick sets up a little bit of a plan. Well, he's going to distract some of them while Michonne goes all ninja and can easily handle eight. And uh, and then we we get get into uh, a little bit of an action scene where Rick does his thing. Michonne uh, kills some walkers in the shadows. He goes for the car and there's a walker through the window and takes off. The foot breaks off and he tries to pull it more and he pulls off and the guts come out as Rick Michonne keeps killing more walkers. Finally he gets the head out of there and he pushes it out of the car. The car starts and Rick has time to wisecrack a little bit through all of this and do say, uh... Rick Grimes. I'm Rick Grimes, bitch. Got your eight walkers. I can push. <laughs> I got your eight walkers. I can push. Come on. This this is ridiculous. I'm sorry. You're not allowed to be happy or laugh in The Walking Dead. It's just like a homeless person who's skipping. It's not allowed. <laughs> zippity doo dah, zippity yay. My oh my, I shit on Starbucks today. Zippity doo dah, zippity yay. I took a big mean dump on Starbucks today. Sorry. <laughs> on Starbucks or in Starbucks? Uh, on, uh, on Starbucks is what I said, but in but in Starbucks would have been would have worked too. Speaking of which, quick side story. I was once with my friend Nick. You you met Nick a bunch of times, but you met him again over this week, Tucka. Uh, we were in uh, Portland, Maine, in a Burger King or something. Served us right, and this dude walked in. No shit, and no pun intended. Walked in, went to the back of the Burger King, not in the bathroom. Went to the back of the Burger King, right by a seat. Dropped his pants down a little bit, took a dump on the floor, and walked out. 
It was warm in there. It was. It was actually very cool in there, Taka. It was very cool in there, and uh, and I think it was it was hot outside, and it it was a uh, I don't know if that was a prank or what, but there was a lot of giggling going on, and there was some dookie on the floor next to us. And question, I got a question. Did he wipe? No, no, he dumped and pulled up and walked. Pump and dump, huh? Yeah, bumped and dumped. It, it was, it was, it was, do, 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 dun, 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 dump, dun, 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 ignore those people like they're invisible. Like, you know, that's not happening and that's not happening. It's like, this person's clearly jerking off in front of me. It's like, oh, they're crazy. So they're invisible now. <laughs> yeah, ta Taka, uh, I think you mean urban campers, says Tim. Homeless people. I think you mean urban campers. So Rick is time for a walkers and we get a wise crack about eight walkers. She's going to help and the uh, shit breaks down and all of a sudden... Uh, gun goes off and the car spins off and they're all, but they're all good. And I think she knows the car. Oh, so ultimately the car spins off and eventually they're all surrounded by walkers. And it's a great visual that seems like a danger moment, actually building up some tension. All the laughter could have been for naught. And because of all that laughter and lightheartedness, our characters could have been in a very dangerous situation where one of our characters, our main, two, two of our main characters could be in danger and actually something bad could happen to them. So they're surrounded and they kiss and they kiss each other's ass as a good visual of like, oh, isn't that a fun plan? Oh, that was a good plan. Wasn't that a good plan? That was a good plan. And it was a great plan. It was a great plan. It would have been a good plan if it wasn't for those stinking kids and that dog. And the car is trapped and it was fun. Oh, oh Scooby? Oh, oh Shaggy? Hey, Scoob. <laughs> Welcome, Kelsey. And uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> people in the live chat talking their best shit stories now so so the car is trapped and it's fun so we're back in and all the walkers are attacking and very very simply they just go out the sunroof and they jump over a fence into a fenced in area in this caged area they uh kill they're easily kill the walkers whoops and they play a hack and slash game as they run through and then there's a sound cue as they're chased through a fear, and uh, then they throw down the hammer bell. We get some funny moments, and uh, Rick decides to go get the Ferris wheel or something. Wheel. Or we could just go. And I take Ferris wheel. Or we could just go. I just thought that was a funny piece of dialogue for The Walking Dead. I never thought I'd hear the. Take Ferris wheel. <laughs> or we could just go. You could take the Ferris wheel, or we could just go. Hey, could I ask you a question? Please. On um, the car. Did they just get out of the car or they haven't gotten to the car? They just got out of the car. Okay, now how the hell did they get out of the car? They they got out. That's what I'm saying. They just got out of the sunroof. They they literally climb out of the sunroof and jump off the roof of the car into a fence, into a gated area. And no problem. The All the tension that they build up before the commercial. Thank you for going back to that, Taka. All the tension that they build up before the commercial break that I was that I was like, oh my God, this is an actual tense moment. How are they going to get out of this situation? Stephanie even said at right before that moment, she goes, holy shit, how are they going to get out of this car? And literally right after the commercial break, it took two fucking seconds. I, I blinked. I you blinked, blinked. exactly, because it's two seconds. They walk out of the sunroof, jump off the roof of the car, over a fence into a little gated area. Just by chance, Michonne was able to get through the wall that separates the trunk from the back seat. Oh, yeah, that's no problem. Yeah, yeah easy, no. easy. I just, it's easy. 
Uh, Robert says, one time I went to take a shit and the last guy to leave turned the lights out on me. So I'm sitting there taking a shit in the dark and someone comes and hits the lights and made uh, and made for my stall. Holy shit. I just wonder what he's thinking when I told him it was occupied. Yeah, there's some dude's just sitting there in the dark taking a shit. Oh, crazy. I'm not saying she would die just because she was pregnant. Like I said, I think she'd be more likely to be Sasha opposed to Rosita. Tyra and Sasha were both with child in the past. Oh, fucking hilarious. Okay, so they break into the cage area. They play a hack and slash game. A sound cue difference is they're chased through the fair, and he throws down the hammer bell, more closing in. Rick takes the Ferris wheel, and they kind of separate. So then we get some more great Walker Rick visuals as Rick taps in some bars to get them to come in his direction and more Michonne killing, and we get lots of Walker kills. But it's cut in kind of a cheesy way, similar to the end with end of season six with with the Negan cut where it cuts really quick from kill to kill to kill to kill to kill to kill to kill. It's not it's not awful, but I, I wrote in my notes here again, it's very much like the Lord of the Rings as they're counting kills. That's ten. That's fifteen. And I got thirty. Yeah, I got get up it. Yes, Nicholas. Get I, on my level. And and uh, then Rick spots this piece of CG nonsense. I mean, a deer, and he climbs up to uh, he climbs up a fucking Ferris wheel to shoot the deer. You fucking nitwit! What the fuck are you thinking, Rick? You deserve to die, Rick. And the metal breaks. Like, I'm sorry to you to say this like this. Da. Fucking da, Rick. You fucking shit fuck. You idiot piece of shit. Stupid. You should have died again. And he falls to his death. And uh, nope, 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 nope. Michonne runs over with a boob cam. I mean, literally, it's a cam focused on her boobs. And while she's running, it's not even on her head. They're not even messing around. They're just like, let's us run with the Michonne boob cam. Yeah, Taka, I'm going to put the camera on you. Keep going. There we go. Exactly. Right there. Right there. Look at them boobs. Look at that Legend of Zelda boobs move. There we go. <laughs> Can someone explain to me why they keep shooting their guns? Like, did someone forget the firing shots attract walkers? Not to Rick and Michonne. Rick, Rick is a... Rick is... He's got his magic force field. You know when a little kid, like, he's immune to walker-like things. He is a walker. He is a demon. He's like Buffy. And Rick spots the ah. and Rick spots the deer. It's why he could have sex with Spike too. He could get hit by Spike too. So Rick spots the deer and he climbs up and he rides the sh the, the shoot of death. And as I said, he falls and falls from his death. And then we don't see anything. It looks we see something from Michonne's perspective, and it looks like Rick is dead. But can be honest. We won't we won't shame you here. You're in a safe place. We've we've got we've got oh awesome we've got we've got sixty motherfuckers in this room right now watching this. Please get into the live motherfucking chat. Did anyone or anyone? Sometimes we'll get like a couple of thousand people watching this video the course of the week. Did any one of you motherfuckers please comment on this video? Tell me if I'm an asshole. Did any person, anybody, anybody, anybody think Rick was anything but it's a flesh wound? Did anyone fear for Rick's life in this situation? Did anyone not know it was a deer? Taka, did you not know this was a CG deer? It's, you know, I really didn't give a shit. I just thought that was the dumbest thing. And I agree with Ramon Carter. It says Rick has plot armor. So that's, that's, that's what made me laugh out loud. But it, the fact that like, I missed that short second where like I knew he fell, but do you really think that they're going to kill Rick? It's, it's like, 
Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, the flash. I hate to mention the flash. No, again, don't hate to mention the flash. Mention the flash. I'll mention the flash. Flash for some reason. Spoilers. Somehow he dies. But do you really think he's going to die? Because the show is called The Flash. No, he's not. You're not worried about. You're just worried about how is he going to get back or how are we going to turn. But knowing that The Walking Dead, they could have just threw a fastball on us and uh, tried to uh, shock us again. Like because I was literally going. He didn't really die, did he? And then I look and I'm like, oh, yeah, the deer. The the fact that he just popped out, like, were you, were you waiting in there? And just imagine, like, I was just getting ah, psych. People in the, <laughs> people in the live chat, no, I knew he was hiding. Nope, never, never. He was hiding under the dumpster. I was looking for the dumpster. I was looking under Rosita's uh, boobies. Pl- plus three plot armors of derp. I tried to pull another glance under the dumpster. Rick is made out of adamantium, so he can't die. Flat. Uh, the reverse flash showed up. Re- reverse, uh, Rick will never die. Uh so yeah exactly no one thought rick was in danger why fake out the rick death and then again this might be nitpicky from everything that we're saying this might be nitpicky anyone who's lasted this long that's angry at me right now be like this might be nitpicky everything you say is nitpicky that it should have been michonne it should have been rick finding michonne like that because then at least you could have questioned it for a second you just knew they weren't killing rick like that no fucking way i mean i think the same thing i would have felt the same with michonne but it would have been a half a second of drama to think oh shit did michonne just die and uh i so but with rick there's no way no way shape or form that anything was happening to rick in that situation taka no 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 it's ridiculous i just can i can i just at least have him lose a hand can we at least get up to speed with the comic book because like that creates an even better dynamic for the character of rick because now he there was one particular uh little storyboard or a little portion of the one of the comic books after he lost his hand where he was trying to open up a can of food and he couldn't and carl had to help him and rick carl come here and open this food for me carl sorry but uh sorry broke blackman says oprah visited the set of the walking dead and says i love bread no you get plot armor you get, you get plot armor you get you get plot armor and you get some plot armor and you get some plot armor and i love and i love bread i love turtles I love turtles and I love bread. I think Rick will be an old man by the end of the show. No, I think that's going to be how The Walking Dead gets an endgame when Andrew Lincoln decides I'm done with this. So uh, You're never done. You're never done. You're never done. You're you're in for life, kid. You're in for life. In for a pound, in for a penny, in for a penny. Atari Dad says, I don't think the point of the scene wasn't to fool the audience. It was to fool Michonne and get that emotional reaction with Michonne. Very fair. And we did get Michonne was definitely fooled. Michonne uh, was emotionally affected by the moment. But then, nope. And I also have to applaud The Walking Dead for not doing that typical television thing where they go to commercial break here. I kept expecting them to go to commercial break. But so she's like, what the fuck? Rick's dead. She drops her sword and the walkers notice her as she's helpless about to die. And out of the box comes dun 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 Rick Grimes killing. He throws the samurai sword to her uh, again. R2-D2 to Luke Skywalker and and Return of the Jedi style. And he she catches it in midair and he uh, and they embrace. And then he has time for a wise ass crack. And here he is. I still. Wait. I tried, but I still love you more. 
he stills over the the the, the audio of that wasn't too good because he whisp because he whispers it. Oh, whoops. The audio of that wasn't too good because he whispers it. But he says, "I still owe you the deer." Ha 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 ha. So after the commercial break, they find lots of guns. They go around collecting guns in kind of like a shopping basket. It's a thick load of guns, <laughs> big load. So Rick looks around, looks sad. Commercial break. So then we get back to Michonne, who looks sad as fuck. And then we get a fun camera pan. I really like this camera pan, Taka. They they do this, like, pan all the way across the car from Michonne looking sad as fuck, looking out the window of the car, right to Rick looking all concerned. And then he pulls over and he gives this big, long monologue here. So let's listen to this shit. Rick, tell him about it. more days. I would have liked that. I wish... I wish Weekend at Bernie's lasted a little bit longer, Taka. I wish it lasted a little bit longer. I wish I saved Glenn. I'm so sorry I saved Glenn. He saved me. He was the first person to save me, but I couldn't save him. And she says sorry, and he kisses his arm. And she says, we're going to we're gonna fight. We're going to lose lots of people. We'll maybe even lose each other, and it will be worth it because everything's sad, but... Blah, blah, blah. Ahmed makes a great point. Ahmed E says, why didn't they take the Kevlar vests off the uh, zombie soldier? There's a lot of other, other than weapons from those soldiers, they still had suitable armor because they it wasn't battle-worn. They weren't getting shot by the zombies. They were getting eaten, so there was no impact. I'm sorry to get all nerdy. No, uh, go, go, go. Go, Mert. The Kevlar, uh, the Kevlar itself, when it stops a bullet, uh, the actual, I guess, protection of it goes down significantly or it's just completely useless. But an untouched Kevlar vest would be absolutely uh, helpful to uh, especially the war coming up against um, Negan. Absolutely. Sandman says those vests can only stop nine millimeters, but still it's, it would be a, a deterrent to keep you going. Do says yeah. go nerd. Al says Tucker knows he was in the military. Robert says nerds, nerds. <laughs> we, we got ogre nerds. 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 Shut the fuck. Oh, shut the fuck up, Taka. And uh, Rick talks about how he wished they had it easy for a bit longer and they had a little bit more of a vacation. But she says she's sorry. She kisses his arm. It's a it's a decent scene, but you know, more just unnecessary. Oh, Tari Dad also makes a good point. Kevlar expires after two years in time. It's been two years. You know what? That's a great point. I stand corrected. Thank you, Atari. Yeah, I wonder if I'm not sure if Rick would know that, but it is a good it is a good point. I mean, I guess he would. He was a, I guess he was. He was a cop, so he might he probably wouldn't know that. So okay, so then Rick delivers the guns to this the trash heap person who, as much as as much as Ezekiel has been pissing me off with the way he talks, the way she talks with this fucking Yoda double talk is annoying the shit out of me. Oh, to the best of my knowledge, yeah. They need some cleaning. We found supplies. Expect us. We clean some, we oil some. You can do the rest. We do this together. Do you know what? I'd be like, finish a fucking sentence. Expect us? No. Expect us what? Finish the fucking sentence. Yes, yes, but operational. Well, you can fire a few. Try them out if you like. How many? Yeah, Rick's just forgetting about, again, exactly, Hannah. Rick's just forgetting about his kids again, trying to honeymoon with Michonne. He's like, yeah, we should never go back. There's at one point where he's like, we should never go back. Carl's just an asshole, and Judith, and, and Judith just isn't mine. So I don't care. Let's just stay here forever in the at the circus. It's fine. These people at the end are like an art, uh, it's like an art college. 
uh during the uh like a dystopian future it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of like hipsters that they just you know impressionists or whatever it's just i don't know this is probably a bad joke no no, no no they're like the the uh, again the garbage pail kids my my name is adam bomb i'm the garbage pail kids me, me bada boom <laughs> they, they, it sounds like they all talk like lilu corbin dallas from the fifth element and it, and it frustrates me even her fucking haircut and her pretentious attitude during the talking dead trying to all talk like oh yes i loved it and studying the catcher fuck you bitch <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of the best, uh, f- best uh, Lilu from the Fifth Element quote, but I, I, I'm, 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 I'm playing multi pass. Yeah, Lilu Gorman multi pass. Lilu Lilu multi pass. That's all that matters. Didn't like the director like uh, oh, whatever. There's some weird weird sex it's shit with, with the direct with the director like leaving his wife after doing that movie with her and uh, and prancing it and like fucking her. Yeah, fucking her the whole time, prancing around naked in that in all those outfits and shit. There's some sick shit going on with the fifth making of the fifth element. Anyways, sorry, Al Red Sox. That's a different podcast altogether, Taka. By the way, when I said Rick would be an old man, I didn't mean Andrew Lincoln would be an old man. I mean, would they flash forward to have him in old makeup? That'd be an inter- that would be interesting, Atari. I I wonder, again, it all depends on The Walking Dead and having an end date. I think if they ha- have a closing point in mind, you might see something like that where you fast forward in time to show that Rick has built a society or something like that or figured out a cure to it or I don't know, whatever. I, I'm, I'm thinking cheesy. Again, I'm not a Walking Dead writer, but... Uh, they need to find an end point. And I think if you can figure that out, then I'd like to see them end the show with Rick still a part of the show or dying at the end or whatever and then ending it. I don't want them to see the show continue with Carl as the lead character or something where only Carl and Daryl from the original crews are around. Something lame like that. They should, ha- they should have made Oscar the Grouch the leader of the garbage community. That would have been more believable. That would have been so awesome. He just poked out of some garbage just like Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Just like, hey. More guns. More guns operational. No. We Are we sure this isn't Oscar the Grouch, the way she's point? talking? <laughs> Not enough. What? What are you talking about? You asked for a lot of guns. That's what this is. Enough to fight your fight, us nearly twice. She sounds Maybe like an ape. Twice. I don't want to say that about, I mean, like Planet of the Apes. Like yeah. people who don't know how to speak are just learning it from like a prehistoric realm. Yeah, and and then we get into Not this time. whole thing. Let's go take our guns with us. No, I agree. That that's the stupid. That you're you're the stupid. I call it like half a Yoda talk. I I don't know what it is. It just sucks. Mm, all guns you will get. Yes, protection you must have. Yes. Mm. Oh, uh, you you take ten guns. No, you take twenty guns. Twenty twenty ten five six fifteen. And the cap. you will be. And happy you will be. Twenty. Oh, here we go. Yeah, back and forth. Get you the guns. We fight together. Say yes. Give me more guns. Yes. So okay. So these guys are all set up. They just need to somehow. How could they absolutely anyway find these guns? Find more guns. So then, then we get uh, Tara coming out of her house and going to Rick to to talk to him. Are you all right? Yeah. Yeah, I was just. And yada, 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 yada. T- 
Tara ultimately is going to tell Rick about Oceanside, and they're going to go to Oceanside and get those fucking guns. Okay, so then we go off to Rosita looking all pissed, and she walks up to Sasha, who's waiting to uh, waiting to get her starship, and <laughs> waiting to find her, waiting to get beamed up to the Enterprise. And uh, they need each other. Let's work together. Let's kill Negan. One condition: Rosita gets to take the shot. Rosita gives her a sniper rifle, so uh, she can take the shot because Rosita can't fucking hit anybody except for bats, and Rosita gives her the sniper rifle, and they're ready to move on, no more excuses, she memorized how to get into this place, they, they, they talk back and forth, like, like, Rosita met, remembered everything that Carl and fucking Rick said about the, the Savior's headquarters, and Sasha has a map from Jesus that knows how to set it up, so they're gonna go in and both kill, they might not both survive, they both accept that, everything's alright, yada yada, it's all happy and good, they're gonna die, fucking A, and, uh, you know, it's one ticket for, one way ticket for both of us, and they're gonna go and both try to kill Negan, Taka, will either one of them kill Negan? No. 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 Will will one of them at least die? Please. Yes. Will both of them die? Um no. <laughs> um here here here's a here's a crazy uh conspiracy that I could say. Uh they both go there, they both get captured and Negan for his enjoyment has them fight to the death and one of them dies and then he I guess makes I mean, you know what the the other girl, not Rosita. She dies, and then he just makes Rosita one of his wives. Yeah, Ro- Rosita. <laughs> Stop. I don't want to know what your porn fantasies sound like, where you're Negan and you have Rosita as one of your fantasy wives. But uh, but no, I I tend to agree with you that I think partially because of selfish Star Trek purposes, I think that. Sasha's not going to be surviving much longer. That's that's just a matter of time. Uh, people say, Taka, love you. Awesome times. Hope to see you again on the podcast. Well, if you want to see Taka, we're not going to end quite soon, but if you want to definitely see more of Taka and I, you can check us out on the Dirty Issues channel. Taka does a lot of vlog kind of stuff and a lot of really awesome, fun content, so you can check out more of his stuff. And him and I are going to be doing some talking badlands over there. For the first four weeks, it's probably going to be mainly Taka. I'm going to pop over there occasionally. But after The Walking Dead season's over, I'm going to come over there and do some recaps there. And then at the end of the season, we're going to do one big uh, cast on this channel too. But definitely check out Taka there and we'll absolutely have him back on some more. But we're not done yet, people. We're not not done yet. And so first things first, let's go to the voicemails. And that's the end of our episode. It seems like next week's episode is going to be a Carol Ezekiel episode. It looks like Carol is going to be back and they're finally going to unnerf her. So here we go. Let's listen to Broke Black Man, as I mentioned him earlier. Definitely check out his channel. Left us a voicemail. So let's listen to that right now. And uh, we're also going to take some more live motherfucking chat. And if anyone has a last minute call or text they want to leave, call call or text 781-990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. You can also email me at I Got Issues Man if you have any absolute questions. Or definitely jump in the Discord group. Check out the description box below for all the other ways you can stay connected to us. Find the podcast on iTunes. Check us out on on uh, fucking on page. Uh, I'm sorry, on iTunes on Stitcher. Or check out the Patreon. Check out the PayPal. Check out Super Chat. All that fun stuff. Check out the Discord group. 
See, I got nervous about shilling there, and my my head my head. Uh... Just let me shill. I'll shill all the day. Okay. You know what? I can get together. Okay, so here we go. Let's let's play. Uh... Yeah, Taka Ta- 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 has no shame. Taka Ta- Ta- will shield shield to death. I feel all insecure about it. Like, oh. <laughs> well, you know, just let the patsy, just let the guy, like your assistant manager, do it. I'll be the bad guy. I love well, it. Not the bad guy, the, the, the guy that you're not quite sure about, but I can let you know that hopefully we can get together more live streams where we can involve the super chat involving uh, some kind of contest and whatever. Awesome. And, you know. So let's like get. Like this. This 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 show should be called Taka Rash Stash. Yeah, that'd be amazing. So here we go. Let's listen to this message right now from our good buddy Broke Black Man. Phil, this is broke. I got two questions for you. Do it. One, what was going in the mind of Michonne? Like seriously. They had built up this badass female character. If she saw the one man who she currently loves just die in front of her. Why did she just drop her damn sword? Dude, seriously, why the fuck did she drop for drama? Because they wanted to do that fucking shot where they threw it all the way over there. And Kyote, Dirty Issues, check out Dirty Issues, uh, our alternate channel. I'm going to be streaming some Zelda very soon. All this week, I'm going to be doing from beginning to end some Zelda streams. But Taka, but, but yes, but absolutely, fuck, man. What the hell? Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid forced drama kind of situation. She should have went on full Carol Rambo in that scene. But no, she just literally just dropped her freaking katana and be petrified. And then all of a sudden, Rick comes out of nowhere, grabs a katana, and just throws it. And she miraculously grabs it. No, no, it's showing us. <laughs> Second thing, why on earth does Rosie? Yeah, fucking A, fucking A. Before we get to your second thing, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Just one of those things, again, as we talked about before, it looks beep, 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 breaking news inside the Walking Dead writer's room. You know, you know what would be really cool? What would be really cool, Greg? Um, it would be really cool if we had this scene where Michonne, where Rick threw it, the katana across a fucking army of walkers horde to Michonne and she sliced it mid-thing. Wouldn't that be cool? Um, kind of unrealistic. I don't care. Let's do it anyway. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like Rick Morty right there. Yeah. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Or it, it does, it, that's a huge compliment. Uh, it, it would be, it's just like, it doesn't matter. People are going to watch anyway. Okay. It looks really cool. And it looks really cool. And they throw it across and it slices. Okay, let's continue with Broke's message. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Yeah, not listen to Father Gabriel. Have a good night, Dom. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, buddy. And thank you to everyone that's joining me. We're sort of at the wrapping up point towards the end of the show, but we're not quite out the door yet, but thank you to everyone that's joined us tonight, as I know some people are going to start to check out as it's getting a little late on the East Coast after the episode aired. So here you go. Let's finish this message. Zita, not listen to Father Gabriel. Gabriel said patience is a virtue. What happened? She goes, shoots freaking Negan, fails, hits a bat. Again, she returns to Father Gabriel, saying, hell, we gotta go freaking kill Negan. What happens? Yo, you shouldn't do this. Patience is a virtue. She goes, next scene, you see her in? Wow. She gives a gun to Sasha, saying, yo, we gotta kill freaking Negan. And oh my gosh, yo, Sasha, knowing what happened before, agrees along with it. That's what I'm gonna predict by the end of this season. They're going to go try to kill Negan and fail, but freaking Ozita's not going to be captured 
because the writers want to piss us off even more. They're going to kidnap Sasha. They're going to capture her. Rosita's going to fall back saying, oh, shoot, we fucked up again. No, we didn't fuck up. It was you. So please, answer my questions. Why on earth did Michonne drop her katana? And two, why doesn't freaking Rosita just simply not listen to Father Gabriel? In my opinion, she just simply should die. Hashtag fuck <laughs> I, I wish I had an answer to the second question, Broke, because you're fucking make an excellent point. Fucking force drama bullshit because they need to stretch this shit out and they just want, they needed to spin their wheels a little bit. Why does anyone in this world not just want to kill first? As questions later when it really comes down to it, dealing with people like Negan's people. I don't get it. Taka, do you have any take on this whatsoever, buddy? It's, it's, it's a, it's the very telling of a, a show when one of the least favorited people on the show father gabriel makes sense and makes you know it's it's one of the highlights of the show um i i don't think i think that she the writers have just chosen her as just a recluse person like you know the the character from heat that just starts killing the uh the hostages and doesn't really care that she wants retribution or whatever it's not thinking clearly i think that's the person that the sacrificial lamb is uh rosita and as much as you know, Sasha and everything is, has a new show. They may both die, but I, I'm pretty sure the Rosita won't last until the next season. Yeah. So on that note, why don't we do this, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us on this Walking Dead recap. I think we're gonna stay on for a few seconds after that, and just to say good night to Taka. But uh, Taka, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, oh, let me put my camera back on. Let me put out put out these technical difficulties. Uh, Atari says, I think Michonne's reaction made sense. Think about what happened to Michonne after the prison. Whenever Michonne loses people, she shuts down. Very good point. She does tend to shut down in that situation. I guess I just would have liked to have seen a different reaction that maybe the power, the the feels that she has for Rick and everything that she's built up there in that situation and realizing everything that lost with losing Rick would not cause her to give up in that moment, would cause her to rage in that moment. But I definitely hear what you're saying. It does, I guess carry over some validity towards her character moments. So does anyone realize that the characters in The Walking Dead lack creativity when it comes to walkers? There's so much you can do with walkers. Dress them up in furry suits as entertainment for kids. Dress them up in wind's lingerie to mess with the saviors. <laughs> but well, no. Fido in uh, Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> But Taka, thank you so much for joining us. If people, I've pubbed it a bunch, but if people want to find out and see more of you, where can they find you, buddy? YouTube.com slash Dirty Issues, all one word. Dirty Issues used to be Dirty Issues Gaming. But anyway, uh, I'm Taka. I also uh, produce the Brohawk Vlog. We're close to uh, 30 episodes right now. Um, every Friday, 3 p.m., close to maybe 25 minutes of a show. Uh, the last one, Grab Your Popcorn, where we're doing some weird, interesting stuff. Also, um, a quick update the into the into the Badlands recap show that we did on another channel. All of those episodes are going to be now they're they're coming over to Dirty Issues. Nice. And all of the episodes will be available for you guys to go check out and see. Hey, is this show for me? Is this recap show for me? And also, I'm going to try to squeeze in a whole entire season recap for that show um uh, one particular viewer actually commented and asked for that yeah ray were, ray i believe has been asking oh, for that right other than ray i think it was a uh, new new viewer oh awesome but awesome pretty cool to be up but ray's pretty excited and stuff and uh you know <laughs> I, I really love that show and i, I i've waited so long no for i'm it. looking i'm looking forward to it as well i don't i'm i don't love it 
quite as much, but I like the hell out of it, and I'm looking forward to some action, and I like the pace of it, and I like the stylized nature of it, and I can't wait to talk about it with you. It's going to be a lot of fun this season getting to uh, listen to your stuff, do it, and getting to join in on it when I can. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun over there in Dirty Issues. So make sure you're subscribed to that. Check out all of Taka's stuff. Taka on Twitter and D1Taka on Instagram if you want to see any of the cosplay stuff that I put together. I usually take pictures, do something, take pictures, do something. So you'll be able to chronalize. Uh, and uh, JC Riley 3RD at uh, so, so take a couple more chats. Uh, zombies in. Uh, I, I got a great idea. Uh, zombies at a furry convention. Zombies in fursuits. Amazing. Taka, uh, ditch the diet and drink a regular Coke like an adult, says Robert. Uh, Tari says, I hate Into the Badlands. Preachers my shit. Is it me or does Taka kind of look like Steve Shives? Uh, just type dirty issues in any YouTube search box. Yeah, not feeling Into the ba- Badlands. Low blow, Tom. Low blow. Uh, yeah. I don't even I'm not even sure oh I know what you're talking uh, I maybe if he shaved and had the hat a little bit but not really that's a low blow no, nothing, nothing like that dude douche nothing like that douche. Uh, just type dirty issues but definitely check out uh, dirty issues but uh, but yeah check that out and we'll definitely have Taka on more for more Walking Dead stuff so in the future ladies and gentlemen let's pretend that uh, this is the end of the show might stay on for a few seconds here at the end just to uh, say goodbye <laughs> you guys are fucking amazing. Every much for allowing me to entertain you this evening uh, with Phil. Uh, thank you very much, Phil, for allowing me to co-host with you. And uh, I hope that you guys have a great week. And I hope to see you maybe if you want to, you know, check us out through a subscribe. Maybe go check out our videos. Um, we're predominantly more production, but as the spring break hits us next weekend, I'm gonna be probably jumping back into the live streaming for gaming. So. Awesome, and and uh, also on Dirty Issues, I'll be doing some Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild uh, live streaming as well. So definitely come over there to check that out this week. I have this week off of work, and I'm gonna be doing a lot of Zelda streaming during the days. So come over and check that out as well. So if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button really means a lot to us and thank you to everybody tonight that donated on super chat another great night for that and amazing and we're going to think of more creative more fun things to do to uh to entice you guys to uh donate on super chat so thank you so much for all of the support that really means a lot to us so uh taka have a good night it's great to talk to everybody talk to you guys next time bye Oh, whoa. Uh, Judy says, just tuning in. Not sure if you guys have talked about the sneak peek for next week's episode. Carol's finally coming back with vengeance. Judy, I can't fucking wait. Exactly. Super Chat decides what movie to watch. Oh, and I forgot to mention, this coming Saturday evening, um, if anyone are Soprano fans, myself, Big Daddy Matt, and Craig the Thief, my cousin Craig, and my cousin Pete as well, PJ, are going to be here uh, in my living room, watching the final three episodes of Soprano season one, doing a live commentary. So if anyone's into that kind of thing, uh, want to watch the episodes along, or you can also just watch us talk about them uh, because they're episodes that have been on so many times. We're not going to worry about not talking over them, but that should be a lot of fun. So anyone that wants to check that, I'll be creating that event soon. But so look for that and set your reminders and check that out. So uh, everyone, talk to you next time. Oh, I think 
I think it's just, and then, then we're back. And then it's just me. No, everyone. I also want to say a special thanks to everyone that sent out their messages to me and just everyone that was in the chat last week. It was really a lot of love that you guys showed me and it means a lot to me. So everyone, thank you so much. And, uh, I just, before I get too emotional, I just really appreciate all the support you guys have shown me. So, uh, while I'm going through kind of a difficult time. So love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. I cheated that time. I'm, I put the audio off intentionally. Love you, Judy. Thank you.